Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson, and it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Jones had just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to answer some mailbag questions with our friend who is the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, what's up, brother? Ah, you know, not too much. Just sitting here ready for another draft recap where we can focus on the, the Jets trading up as if they're the only team in the world to ever trade up. It's true The Jets are the only team in the history of professional football To trade up And not only trade up But trade up more than once I don't know if you know that Chris If not I'm dropping truth bombs on you right now Yes bad process Bad process all around (laughs) We're going to have George from PFF on the show Coming up in a couple of days And he was a good sport about it Look I don't agree with what he was saying But I do understand his general point He's not the only one that's making the argument About the analytical side About trading up and about grabbing a running back In round two So even though I strongly disagree with him I'm looking forward to having that conversation And sort of hashing that out And trying to point out where Chris and I And many of you who are listening to this Think he's wrong So that'll be a fun conversation But for now Chris Before we get into the mailbag questions, I want to talk about Nate Herbig, who the Jets claimed off of waivers, 23-year-old offensive lineman who can play all three interior offensive line spots. He started 17 games total for the Eagles, 12 in 2020 and 5 in 2021, and was pretty good. 
He was competent at all three interior offensive line spots, played much more guard than center, but he has center capability. This comes full circle for Nate Herbig because in 2019, he was expected to be a mid-round pick, slid out of the draft because he had a really bad combine performance. He ends up getting talked into signing with the Eagles by then VP of player personnel Joe Douglas, who then talked him into coming to the Jets now. And when I say talked him into coming to the Jets, yes, they claimed him on waivers, so technically he didn't have a choice. But as was talked about by our friend Nick Spano over at U Stadium, Herbig had decided that he was going to sign with the Jets if he hadn't been claimed off of waivers. So what must have happened here is that the Jets got wind of somebody ahead of them on the waiver wire putting in a claim for Herbig, decided that they needed to put in that claim to get him. They weren't going to be able to get him by just letting him go through the waiver wire and signing him. And so now he's here. And Chris, I love this move because this to me is a lot like when the Jets grabbed John Franklin Myers. John Franklin Myers was a talented defensive lineman. We'd seen what he did in the Super Bowl sacking Tom Brady, but the Rams were a loaded roster and had a log jam at that particular position. They didn't have a spot for him. And so John Franklin Myers winds up on waivers. The Jets go out and get him, and he turns into a player that was good enough to give him a four-year, $55 million deal. Nate Herbig, I'm not saying he's going to be good enough to get a four-year, $55 million deal, but it's a similar situation. Logjam there for the Eagles. Nate Herbig goes to them, says he wants an opportunity, asks them to either trade or release him. And so the Jets get him here. And this is great because he gives them outstanding depth now. In the past, if one of the starters went down, or if we're being real about it, Chris, on the interior offensive line, even the starters themselves were not very good. But if they went down, the Jets were in big trouble. Now, they actually have some options. If Elijah Vera Tucker or Lakin Tomlinson go down, Nate Herbig can step right in, and we've seen that he can play at a fairly high level when he starts. I'm not saying he's a pro bowler or anything, but very respectable at that position. And then even at center, too, I know that they brought back Dan Feeney, but Herbig gives them another option behind Connor McGovern, who, by the way, is going into the last year of his contract and coming off a major injury. So this is exactly the type of move that smart teams make. You go and you get quality depth on the offensive line, on the defensive line, in the trenches. You want to do that everywhere, but especially at positions like that. And so I think this is fantastic. I love it. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not going to get too deep in player evaluation here. I can't tell you too much about about him. I haven't been breaking down the film on him. But uh, that you're right to bring up the John Franklin Myers thing just to – you know, it, it's funny because uh, Jets fans obviously always react this way, uh, you know, with like befuddlement to how Anytime the Patriots make like a draft pick that people don't understand, people are always kind of, they just go along with it. And they just think it's the Patriots. It's going to work out. We just, we're, our feeble minds aren't smart enough to understand. You know, that's how it's always treated. And the reality of it is that the Patriots drafts have never been anything. They've never really been anything great. Uh, like the, where the Patriots always made their mark um, as far as player acquisition, as far as roster building, was with uh, pro player personnel, was with finding players on other teams who just weren't a good fit there. But, again, the Belichick quote that you you know I love, don't tell me what he can't do, show me what he can do. Belichick goes and goes, okay, that guy's not working there, but I can see he can do this and I, he can come and he can help us. And I'm, I'm certainly 
I'll pump the brakes on myself here. I'm certainly not saying that Joe Douglas is entering anywhere near that type of territory yet. But this is what you're hoping for. You're hoping that he can stack stuff like this. The John Franklin Myers one, you can stack this, that he can, you know, correctly identify this stuff. You you know, they, uh, Salah and Joe Douglas tried it with the Jared Davis uh, signing last year. You know, that was that was just a, you know, a, a dart throw. They took a shot. It didn't work. It was cheap. No big deal. Um, so this is another one. Uh, but this is – people always just think of, you know, obviously you have the draft to acquire players, you have free agency and trades. And people try to think of just those and just like – just like the first week of free agency is how people tend to look at it. But winning in in professional sports, the difference between winning and losing is so minuscule. It's such a razor thin margin. And like the winning happens in the margins. It's these little, it's not the big things that usually determines it. It's a bunch of little things that add up. And when you can go and, really take advantage of things like the pro player of free agency, where it's just this player just hasn't shown anything in the league yet because it's not a good fit with where he is, but we can get something out of him. And if you can execute that and really, you know, every couple of years you can find an extra player or two that goes a long way to either, you know, making a team that's not competitive to competitive, a team that's competitive to a playoff team, playoff team to run, you know, it can, it, that type of thing can help. Now, again, we've only seen it with John Franklin Myers. We're going to need to see it a couple more times. Maybe this is it, but that's what you're hoping for uh, as a Jets fan. Just not every one of them is going to hit, but you would like to every once in a while be able to hit on a couple of those and, you know, there are extra bonus additions to your roster when that happens. Chris, with that, let's jump into the mailbag and we will start with Sean Stalker. He says, Scott and the very big deal, Chris Nimbley, does the newly acquired Herbig have the ability to play center this year or develop into a replacement for McGovern next year? Is it also possible that he could earn a spot at guard and they would slide Elijah Vera Tucker to right tackle if they don't re-sign George Fant? He does have center capability. Is he good enough at center to be a starter? I don't know. That's a question for the coaching staff, and I'm sure they will dig into that because if they could turn him into a legitimate quality starting center at 23 years old, McGovern is entering the final year of his deal. That could be an interesting situation where he's depth this year and they shift him to starting center next year if they feel comfortable with it. Again, I'm not a member of the coaching staff. I can't tell you what they think about that, but... That's certainly a possibility that they may feel that way, and that could be part of what they like about him too. As far as Elijah Vera Tucker, I'm not saying it's impossible that they would put him at right tackle, but I think they drafted him to be an all-world guard. I don't think he's as good as a tackle as he is at guard, and I think that's where they're going to leave him. Again, not saying it's impossible that something happens because he has played tackle and you never know in the NFL, but I would say most likely he's going to stay at guard and they either keep Fant or they go in a different direction at that spot. I don't think it's going to be Vera Tucker. Maybe long-term he, uh, he can be the play at center. If you're, if you're thinking or expecting that, you know, that he's going to beat out McGovern at any point in the season, I, I would uh, – caution you to not do that um i 
you know, injuries, possibility, sure. And he could have to come in in a pinch, uh, something like that. But I, I, McGovern's going to be the starting center this year unless an injury or something crazy happens there. Um, and I agree with what just, I, what I'll say about Elijah Barrett Tucker is I would have been convinced that they wouldn't have moved him from left guard. So they moved They did make the move to right guard. Even after they signed Tomlinson, I was just like, they're going to keep Elijah Barrett Tucker there. They drafted him to be there. So I thought they'd do that. So that makes me think that I can't completely rule out the right tackle thing, but you're right. They drafted him to be a guard. They like him as a guard. They don't, this is, you know, similar to my uh, thought about the idea you hire a coordinator to make him a head coach and it waters down what they do best. Um, it, it's kind of similar to guard. Uh, you take an all uh, an all pro caliber guard, or and I'm not even getting there, but just you take that and you move him out to tackle, and you're kind of watering down what he does best. You're giving him more responsibilities. You're taking away his most effectiveness and making him have to do some things where he's kind of weaker here. So I, I would say, you know, throughout his, if he plays a 10, 12 year career, like could he, you know, fill in and right tackle and a pinch in uh, a game here and there. Sure. But uh, I'd, I'd be in, like highly surprised Jack, if this, this coaching staff and Joe Douglas, anybody has anything to do with putting him at tackle. Yeah. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. 
Next question comes in from John Jetson. He says, is there any truth to the rumblings that Deion Jones may be available in the next few months? If so, would the Jets be interested? I think the Jets would probably be interested if he becomes available and gets released and they can get him at the right price. Remember, Jeff Ulbrich was the linebackers coach with the Atlanta Falcons, so I'm sure there's an affinity between the two and Ulbrich probably has a plan for how he would use Deion Jones if he brought him in here. There's no way they're trading for him. He's due like $18 million and he's nowhere near the player that he used to be. So there are rumors that he's going to be released at some point over the summer. I wouldn't be surprised in the least and if he does get released I would think that the Jets will kick the tires at the very least this is one of those instances where they need and everything lines up so anybody who's been who's paying attention to any stuff around the league like this is how mock drafts always get done where people just go oh you know team needs this need so just pencil in whichever uh, player at that position goes here it's the same type of thing here. It's just, right now, you're looking at the Jets roster, and you know, uh, unlike years past, you're you're not looking at it like, oh my God, this team is completely devoid of talent at every single position. Now you're looking at it, and you're like, hey, there's only a couple spots where they're like, you know, weak, where where they really need to add. They can improve everywhere still. Um, they're they're certainly not set, but. There's only a couple positions where you're looking at and we're like, okay, they, they need to address here. And linebacker and safety are the two of those positions right there still. Um, so you get somebody that, you know, a, a possible linebacker that can pop up there. And yeah, that's people are going to just automatically connect him with the Jets, connect that dot. But then you also have the Obert connection. So there's another dot to connect there. Um, so that, that's the obvious, uh, you know, connection point to make. That's the obvious one to look at. And right now, I can't see any reason why, if he gets released, why that they wouldn't do that. Um, you know, obviously, how uh, their relationship with uh, Oberk and with him, because we we always make that connection, always connect those dots. But I don't know. I don't know how Deion Jones thinks about Obert. Is, is is he like Obert? Does he not like Obert? Is Obert like? Does he not like him? So sometimes we make those connections and just because. Um, but I would I would say that just because of everything I said, especially the need at linebacker, I would I would probably say the Jets are would be among the favorites for his services. But you, I, I agree with you. They're not trading for him. They're not not in that that type of contract. Next question comes in from Mark D. He says, do you think the Jets will re-sign LDT or has that ship sailed? I haven't heard anything about it. I don't even know for sure that he wants to play because remember, he's a doctor, so he may want to do that. If you have the depth of LDT, Nate Herbig, and then Mr. Fee on the interior offensive line, that would be pretty good. Then you just need some tackle depth. So I wouldn't rule it out, but I haven't heard anything about it. I wouldn't rule it out, and also, but I also I'm surprised that that hasn't like. I he played really well here when in his time, uh, surprisingly well. Now I wasn't, I, it wasn't something that I was like, oh, you can count and bank on this happening again, um, because it, it, it was a surprise. But like, I'd be trying to bring him back. Uh, I haven't really checked on it since they signed Tomlinson, but uh, I I would certainly be trying to bring him back for depth. 
And I hear you about, you know, him being a doctor what, and maybe not one. But he came back last year. I don't, you know, this is also one of those, the unfortunate uh, side effects of, you know, us not being in locker rooms anymore. I didn't get a chance to talk to him at all. Uh, like in a one-on-one situation, just just shoot it with him. Um, so I, I don't, I didn't get to like, if I had got to just, you know, a chat up with him, I'd be able to understand like, what was the uh, motivation to come back? Is this something going to be long-term? So I have no idea. It, it, did he come back? And he was just like, okay, cool. I got this. I'm out now. Uh, or like, I have no idea. But if I'm in charge, I would absolutely try to bring him back. I, he played much better than I thought or expected. So I would try to bring him back. Next question comes in from Michael Parsons. He says, would you trade a conditional sixth or seventh rounder for Baker Mayfield? If Zach Wilson goes down, you know Baker can come in and do a much better job than Joe Flacco and Mike White. No, I wouldn't do this for a couple of reasons. First of all, Baker Mayfield has, I believe, 18 or $19 million guaranteed coming his way, and the Jets don't need to be doing that for a backup quarterback. The other thing here is that I just think it would be a terrible situation for the Jets and Baker Mayfield. Mayfield needs to go somewhere where he has an opportunity to be the starter, to lead the team, and him coming here would just be a massive distraction because he'd be unhappy, and then Zach Wilson would have to look over his shoulder for Baker Mayfield because if he struggled for a couple of games, he would know that Mayfield would be sitting right there waiting to get in the game. I just think the Jets are a terrible spot for him. I understand what you're saying, that he He's absolutely an upgrade over what they have at backup quarterback. But when you consider the situation and how much he's making, this is not the spot for him at all. If you could imagine a world with, you know, without hurt feelings and sensitivities and also without just dumb nonsense. Um, If you could imagine that world and if that world existed, which it clearly doesn't, (laughs) but if that world existed, then... I'm on board with this plan because that's because this it should that's how it should be, uh, but that's this, that's just not reality. That's not how humans work. That we're our egos are more uh, slightly more fragile than that, and then of course everybody around will make big deals into things, uh, which will just cause all types of nonsense. And again, I am as big a fan of nonsense as anybody in the world, but dumb nonsense is bad, and this leads to nothing but dumb nonsense um and you know bakers man (laughs) i I tried to tell you guys during the season as this was happening baker was going to play through that injury to show that he's all tough and he's all about the team and everything is falling apart around him he is no longer that team's quarterback and he can't even sniff a backup job somewhere. Uh, part of this is also his personality. That this is the downside to having that side, that type of personality. Like you know, uh, you can't convince me that uh, the fact that Sam Darnold was traded and what what he was traded for uh, that it's not just because of the way he handled things personally. If, if Baker Mayfield had gone about everything and like you know dealing with media bravado type stuff if he had done all this exactly as like sam did stuff i i think he'd be able to find you know he wouldn't i'm not saying he'd find a starting job um in this this situation but teams would be willing to uh trade for him and to come in in a backup role 
Um, I think it's just the how outspoken he is. All that stuff combined with the money and all this. They're just looking at him and they're just like, all right. But even if the Browns end up cutting him and then – I can't see somebody wanting to bring him, him, him sensitive, him as much as he, he talks about things. I just think that teams are going to shy away from that. And that's why I was rooting for him to succeed when he came in, because I want quarterbacks to have personality. I, it, it's much better when they have personality. But, man, if you don't win with personality, you're, you're going to be out of the league at that position. You you have. Ha- cannot show personality unless you're constantly winning that's gonna wrap up part one of the mailbag we'll be back with part two tomorrow in the meantime follow chris on twitter at c nimbly and at jets insider read his very big deal work at jetsinsider.com check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the play like a jet youtube channel the thunder from down under luke grant has got some fantastic all 22 breakdowns of the jets draft picks right now so watch those videos subscribe if you haven't already visit our store tpublic.com that's tepublic.com we've got the john franklin myers quinn and williams bless you thank you shirt the zach says go long shirt the zach the ripper shirt the play like a jet logo shirt caps mugs hoodies it's all there tpublic.com that's tepublic.com and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on itunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcast and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. 
Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.